who am I? That's not a secret I'll never tell. You know you love me. XOXO. Who the f*** is Gossip Girl? This is a weekly podcast where two Gossip Girl fans, Kate and Annie, make one fool who's never seen Gossip Girl, that's me, Gav, watch the entire thing. This is the fifth episode of season five, The Fasting and the Furious, where we've got a magazine launch and Chuck goes into therapy, but obviously manages to chuck that up. Also, just to let you know, there's a tiny bit of chat about our general dislike for the royal family in this episode, and Annie wanted us to let you know that this was recorded just before the Meghan and Harry Oprah interview, so there's a chance that if we recorded it after that, we would have been a bit nicer about them. But we definitely wouldn't have been a bit nicer about fucking Prince Philip, who, even though he's dead, is an awful person, and it wouldn't have changed our opinion on him one bit. Right, there we go. Annie wanted me to tell you that, so here's the episode. Season five, episode five, the fasting and the furious. Absolutely love this episode title. It's so yeah. good. I'm I'm glad it wasn't about because we know that they don't handle uh, like eating disorders very well. I'm yeah. glad that that wasn't about that because I was a little bit worried early on me too um but yeah but like, no it's not it's about the number kapoor, of times so they mentioned it was yom kapoor was hilarious though <laughs> it was like every character had to say it twice <laughs> yeah <laughs> and poor cyrus as well they just like wheel him out just being like remember we've got a jewish guy oh, on the cast know, actually cyrus, so <laughs> he's he's great in this episode man he's brilliant um, this episode. i really um i really enjoyed uh just before we get on to cyrus and yom kapoor <laughs> when Nate and Liz Hurley are launching their their Gossip Girl competitor site, and Liz Hurley's like, "It's twenty minutes yeah. till it goes live," and everyone just stands around clapping. Like, <laughs> that's that's not an achievement. Yeah. You've not done anything yet, guys. <clears throat> Sit down. Well, oh my god! The, my favorite thing that I dislike at the moment is just the dynamic between Serena and her boss. I fucking despise that story i hate serena having jobs anyway but i just hate yeah. like the way that her you know that the people writing the show thought that the stuff they write for the for the like that manager is really cool and she was like remember what this is your chance to make up for me for blowing the daniel day lewis deal and it's like shut up I know up. you hate it, but uh, her boss does say something oh my God. amazing to her later. I th- is it okay. the same thing that I'm thinking of? What did she yeah, say? I think it- <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. All right, keep it, keep what it, keep it, keep it. Yeah, we'll save it, we'll save it. What I will say, though, is uh, going through the bits, Rufus actually rejecting calls. Rejecting calls is so, uh, <laughs> like, it feels really aggressive. Like, surely you just let it ring. No, he's actually actively, two rings, rejecting the call. Just the most assertive thing that Rufus has ever done, though, hasn't it? Isn't it? Absolutely. Also, yeah. it's like, it's like Rufus, like, how many people are, re- are calling you, really? Mm. <laughs> like, are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> I can't, like, that was the end of episode four where he, you know, it's all come out about Dan's book. And this is all the fallout of that. And that was the saddest bit, I think, oh, other yeah. than Nate all the Nate stuff is great but like the Rufus bit was really sad yeah because as much as you can as Dan keeps saying as much as he's like oh it's fiction you know it's just based on the the father of the character is used to have like a really 
successful rock band now he's not a successful rock band yes that's obviously your father like you can't go oh no that was based on someone completely different dad sorry it's not based on real life yeah yeah right i love uh nate actually running around thinking that he's going to be an editor of a magazine that's so cute (laughs) because like i know you know this this time in what probably like six episodes this is probably going to be over and done with let alone like (laughs) this time next year nate you will not be editor of that magazine or any magazine i love how he thinks (laughs) he's a kennedy he's like oh i need these old magazines because it's how kennedy did it it's like oh nate he's such a simple man like it's Mm. It's nice that he's got he's got something to do that's nice i don't know it's it's quite sweet yeah. Uh, also really enjoyed him and uh, Chuck meeting up in a dog park. <laughs> yeah. I forgot that Chuck had a dog and I was like, why are they in a dog park? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I forgot how he got that dog as well, but it's fine. Um, I like when they're all standing around waiting for that website to launch and then Elizabeth is like, it's too big of a risk. Because, uh, no, sorry. Nate comes over and goes, it's too big of a risk. And she's like, I'm basing so much business ideas on nate Nate. and just like i can tell you that's not a good idea love like that's not good and then she aborts it um really badly aged stuff about harvey weinstein just the movie rights and they're like oh harvey weinstein's interested and then like peppered throughout the episode they're like oh yes if weinstein gets it we're talking oscars and he's got some great ideas he wants to have a meeting (laughs) don't go to the meeting Ding, lady <laughs> don't go yeah oh so awkward also was elizabeth hurley always an actress like was or was she a model and then turned actress I think she started as a model and yeah, then she I'm married sure. Grant. yeah and then she did some acting yeah yeah because she really, really annoys shit. me in this episode she's awful <laughs> She's just so annoying. Because like, you guys have said in the other episodes, like, oh, she's a really, really bad actress. But I, I was like, eh, she's all right. I don't think she's particularly bad. She's awful. She's awful, which is why I think I wrote that question. I was just like, surely she was something else. And then she decided to act. It's, pro- it's because- probably qu- quite telling about how much she had going on that it, it almost feels like a guest star <laughs> that just yeah. wouldn't go home. <laughs> Yeah, just like, I mean, I I remember Liz, her on you for a Austin day. Powers. Yeah, she was on Austin Powers, wasn't she? But like, I yeah, she must have been a model before because I was like, she's absolutely stunning. But if she just wanted to be an actress, like, mm. I'm pretty sure she was a model to begin with. But I wouldn't mm. base my yeah, wouldn't bet my life on it. I I quite so we got like a big storyline basically about Dan's book is going to be a rolling success and people are kind of fighting over the film rights to it um but i do mm. actually quite like him going on the news and being quite nervous it is quite yeah cute, i thought in although it was still annoying he's not, <laughs> yeah he's not like humble about the whole thing at all he is no he absolutely isn't he thinks he he's just like well he's such an entitled piece of shit like he's mm. just like well i deserve all of this yeah. because i'm amazing also it's really strange like he feels like he goes from having zero information to having all the information then he's just like yeah we've been talking to and he just reels off like three producers was like you haven't been talking to them because i've I've been with you this entire time (laughs) (laughs) um but he like rattles off uh, all these different producers names it's like that's just a lie that's just that's not true (laughs) 
I hate Serena having a breakdown about the situation and then Blair coming in genuinely needing some help and Serena's like mm. your thing is going to be solved in six months mine ne- I've got six seconds to do mine I was like shut, <laughs> shut yours up, doesn't matter idiot. at all Serena like this no. is like she's pregnant and you are like oh no my friends right to my poo. Me, 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 me. I mean I thought that but maybe I'm biased as like a single woman I think her problems in her life you know, she doesn't have kids. She doesn't have a boyfriend or whatever. So, like, mm. her problems are going to be, like, work-related. Yeah. So, like, in a sense, it's like you can... You know, obviously a child is more important than a job. Mm. But relative to yeah. Serena's life, yeah, it's not. Yeah, I see that. But also, like... Yeah, I can see that. I don't really buy that Serena gives a shit about this job. <laughs> like, I just don't think she would. Like, I understand that they've made no. her... Like, as if this is, like, her life's ambition. Yeah. But, like, she literally just, like, met a guy on a bench and ended up working in film. And now... <laughs> it's such it's like a pride thing, isn't it? Yeah. Like, like she... you're Serena Vanderwoodson. Yeah. I don't, yeah. But there, that whole... That whole scene, that whole scene with Serena and Blair, yeah. I felt it was so awkward. <clears throat> I was just there, like, oh, it's so, so awkward. And... Yeah, I couldn't work out the dynamic of their friendship. I was like, are they fighting right now? Yeah. Like, were they mad at each other? Like, what's going on? Like, I don't really get this, like, really agitated kind of energy. Yeah, well, I guess, like, that kind of gets resolved later on when it turns out Serena's just jealous because Blair's got a better part in yeah. the book than her. I actually quite like that. It's quite nice. But- that was the first time, I think, in Gossip Girl history that I was like, oh, that's quite clever. Mm. I didn't actually think about that. Yeah. And that is quite layered. As opposed to I really hated that bullshit. Serena had to apologize to Dan though. And then like when she's apologizing to him when he's just really fucked her over and then he's like, thank you. It's like, oh, fuck off, Dan. Honestly. You <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. you mean when she had to... But obviously Dan thought it was real. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. Fuck off. Mm. <laughs> How do we feel about Chuck and the therapist that he just meets? Yeah, like, (laughs) that's not how you get a therapist, is it? (laughs) Especially when you're, like, a really rich man. No. You'd go for, like... Yeah. I was happy to... I was happy to see a woman... Like, I know she's sexualized by Chuck, but, like, Mm. it was nice to see a woman who actually is good at her job rather than, like, just an object. Yeah, but although... Would you take patience like that? No, and he just turns up her office and she's like... Ah, go on then. No. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> you look like you need help. Does he? He's in like he a normal. really expensive suit, and like, he seems. But I do like the whole concept of Chuck getting therapy. I think that's a really good idea yeah. for him as a person, and also as a storyline. Mm. Also, why does she keep telling him where she's about to go? <laughs> like in the dog park, she was like, "I've got to go and see some patients now." And then after the therapy appointment, she's like, "I have to go to Temple." Yeah. Well, I can't remember what she says now, but I was like, "You just don't have to tell yeah. me where you're going. <laughs> Stop it." Oh yeah, I think that's the things. Like sometimes with Gossip Girl, you've got I've got to like just go along with it. And I think maybe because we had a little break, I forget about that because all of my notes for this episode are just kind of. I know Blair's not going to Monaco. <laughs> so having to sit through 30 minutes where she is pretending that she's moving her entire life to Monaco, I just kind of feel like that yeah. is a fucking waste of time. This is a waste of time because I know you're not going to Monaco. Same as, same as like, I know 
that that magazine is not that spectator is probably going to shut down by the end of the series um so it's kind of this thing you kind of just got to like ride stuff out and just kind of enjoy it Um, so yeah that's fine one thing i i was just gonna say the whole baby storyline is so like not the whole fact that the baby exists, but the kind of push and pull between like the Monaco family and the Waldorfs. This kid is like in line mm. to the throne in Monaco. It can't be a surprise yeah. that they want the kid to live in Monaco. Yeah. 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 They're pretty chill about it all, aren't they? Also, like, I don't think you have a choice. <laughs> I don't think, you, you know what I mean? Like if Diana gave birth to Harry and Will, like, and she was American, like it wouldn't oh, be a choice like, and Meghan. Have to be brought up Gossip here, Girl right? predicted Harry and Meghan. I don't know. <gasps> yeah. Oh my God, that's true actually. But he, but Archie's not in line to the throne. He's not even a prince. But they did predict it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't... <laughs> I do. Have you listened to Harry and Meghan, any of Harry and Meghan's podcasts? Fuck no, no. I don't. I don't think you could fucking pay me to listen to that. Care less. Um, I have no, like, I have no desire to know what they think about anything. (laughs) I'm really glad that you guys are not into the royal family as well. There's so many people that I know that it's almost (laughs) this is not having a go at anybody who's into this stuff because if you're into it, that is great. Well done for you. But there's so many people that I, I know where I talk to them for ages and I get to know them. Maybe it's mostly people that I've worked with and things. And then you find out that they're really, really interested in the British royal family. And it just puts me off and chatting to them. I, I actually, I like, I like reading about it. I like... Do you? I just, I just listened to a podcast about like Princess Diana. Like I'm mm. intrigued yeah. by it because it's dramatic. But mm. like, I don't care about what they think. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm into the drama, the storyline, but and yeah. how it's a, it's like popular culture, right? But yeah. I really could not care less what Harry and Meghan have Anything. to say about what is their podcast even? Is it just talking about like stuff with famous people? I don't care. God, but I, I I would watch a thirty minute documentary about yeah. them leaving the UK. Also, I think Diana's you know quite I mean? different because she was like, uh totally different kind of person entering she's a fucking twat the same as she the rest of them she's a very different kind like, of twat she's just a, a twat who wore roller skates and just hang out with Freddie Mercury so she's yeah, less of a I ch- think, twat I think Diana she's still a fucking layers, twat whereas the rest of the world family I think just cunts Oops, no that's probably reason I l- Diana I l- actually made a difference Diana actually made a difference though to be fair I um, I, I learned a phrase the other day Annie and I reckon because you said you went to university in this country or you wanted to move to this yeah. country because of Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, I, you know, do you guys know the slang term which people, and it's not offensive, I have looked it up just in case it's racially charged and it isn't. Um, you know, the slang term sort of derogatory for people who are too into Japanese culture, like weeaboo, uh... people call them. Um, well, I've heard there's one for people who are like not, British, but are really into British culture, culture, and it's tiabu, <laughs> tiabu, tiabu, like a cup of tea. Oh, <laughs> like people who are into it, and I reckon, why? And it's people That's who are me? into like, yeah, people who are like American. They're like, oh, I like drinking tea. I like Harry Potter. I like the royal family. I reckon that was you. No, it wasn't. You're a tiabu. I reckon. Um, <laughs> That's so embarrassing. That was not me. But yeah, this is the thing. This like it feels like the fact that he's a prince has kind of 
they forget about it now and again because they've not really done anything with him at all. I don't. He's so I don't. Boring. I don't feel like I know who he is. And yeah, because I, he's so boring. He why is it still say. going on? I don't understand. I keep why thinking he's hurt. <laughs> like, why is the baby thing still going on? A couple on? of times in this episode, <laughs> I, where I think it was probably like a shot of him talking to Blair, but it was shot from behind him. I just thought it was Chuck. Like, right. I get confused easily. Really. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that I, I absolutely love is uh, like Cyrus is obviously you know bit of a jokey character because he's got that voice just wanted um, sean's voice he's quite silly <laughs> you can't say that yeah i know <laughs> but it's a silly voice it's it's a fucking disney mouse voice that's what that's <laughs> what he's got um but i really love as soon as the contract comes out he's fucking all over it absolutely all over it um serious cyrus i love it i absolutely love that <laughs> one thing you know, like, all this shit's going on with Ivy. What's her Charlie name? Charlie and Is Ivy, Ivy are the same person, yeah. Charlie, yeah, Charlie, yeah. Charlie, yeah. Ivy. Yeah, that's right. Is, you know, Lily, for one, just going, oh, every secret about me is in these files. Every secret about everybody you know is in these files. Get rid of the fucking files. Definitely don't tell files. people where they are. Like, um, <laughs> oh, my God. And did you guys notice, like, she has actual bars of gold in her safe. Has she? Of course they have, yeah. Don't you? I've got <laughs> Oh. Do you know what, though? I kind of feel like if you had a big safe in your house and the code was your dead ex-husband's dead ex-wife's birthday, I feel like you're changing the code. Maybe they don't know how. Well, every single time Lily wants to go in that safe. Every time she wants to, every time she wants to go in that safe, she has to think about her dead ex-husband's dead ex-wife. Like that's fucking yeah, that's odd, horrible. isn't it? <laughs> one of my the one of my quite the regular rotation passwords is something related to an ex-boyfriend of mine. Just because I know if I change it, I'll forget what it is. is it really? <laughs> yeah, but and then you have to think about them all the time. Do you not think about your ex-boyfriend every time you put it in? No, not really, because now it's just like a collection of letters, isn't it? It's like muscle memory; it just happens. Yeah, I guess so. Also, with, how old were like, you when you set this up? So strange. Well, ha- haven't you got like accounts like Facebook and, and stuff that have been around for like over 10 years now? I've just changed the passwords. Oh, I never changed my passwords. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> I am a security risk. Honestly, you can break into anything of mine really easily. If your ex-boyfriend is listening to this, he's like, got her. I knew she'd slip up sooner or later. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he would care. Um, uh, also, anyway, so, <laughs> after that revelation. Serena's plan to get Dan back on board is just to leak to the press that he's actually optioned it away and then scare Harvey away. Yeah. That what that's a mad plan. Well it worked. Like who's gonna who's gonna be into that? No one should be. Like she just did it on her own, wild. didn't she? Yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. think um, Harvey Weinstein would be put off by a little blog post on deadline to be honest with you right <laughs> yeah i i thought that was really weird that that little thing would scare him off yeah I, I also feel like blair saying that she's pregnant should have been more of a thing yeah because they were like oh mm. as long as long as you have the baby after um isn't she like four months pregnant by this point three months ish. three months so even if they, I don't even know when the wedding is, but even if they had the baby after the wedding, yeah, so we're pretty people not going to be like, God, like, why was that baby born after four months? And 
it's mm. massive. <laughs> and people, yeah, I, I kind of don't get that. I don't get what the plan is. This is why I'm like, I hope nothing bad happens to that baby, but I really don't think that the baby's going to be a thing. And I'm going to be devastated when something bad happens. I can't handle storylines like that. Have any of your friends been, because some of my friends have got to the point now where their lockdown babies are being born. Oh. Because yeah. it's been nine months since the first lockdown. Yeah. Oh, There's shit. One, yeah, someone I know has had, they got pregnant during lockdown. They've had a baby. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? Wow. I know. I've got one, yeah. one that's been born and two more that are due like in the next three or four weeks. You're joking. No. Yeah, there's going to be a baby boom. Is it? Mm. I don't want to uh, be, I wouldn't want to be a lockdown baby. Would you want to be a lockdown baby? Well, I wouldn't want a birthday in January. What's well, the same as like baby? I wouldn't want a birthday in January, but also, like, would you also want to be like, oh, uh, yeah, my parents fucking, I just got bored of Zoom quizzes, so <laughs> they had me instead. Well, that's... Like, I don't want to be that. Well, but you, I don't think I'd think that much about... I've never really thought about how I was conceived. I don't really want to start now. <laughs> yeah. But I that's think that's true. like the whole generation of like baby boomers as well, isn't it, though? Yeah, it was like, war's over, let's shag. Is mm. that what it was? Yeah. 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 There we go. I, did, I actually generally didn't know that. It was like oh, all the men coming back from war. Ah. Yeah. Right. Okay. I see. And finally, like, the world was, like, kind of stable. So. But this is the thing. With lockdown, though, we've not been anywhere. So it's not like we're celebrating because we've just been... I guess maybe doing it more. Maybe well, after more. this is over, I mean, there's going to be a massive boom. Like when we're allowed out, like everyone's going to be fucking. I, uh, yeah, I think London's going to be wild for the first. I mean, L- London was wild in between lockdown one and two. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, London I was wild <laughs> during lockdown one. <laughs> like, Mate, it still is. Yeah. It still is now. I also I feel like a bit of a dweeb, but when like I'm still getting texts from people being like, "Hey, do you want to do this?" Like, no. dude, no, we can't. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I just want to get it um, over with. Everybody, stay home. Put a mask on and stay in your house. Do both to be yeah. safe. <laughs> Don't talk to anyone. Just stay in your room. Put a mask on. Wash your hands. <laughs> Listen to podcasts. That's it. That's all you can do. <laughs> Genuinely, though, the people that are flouting it the most, I know for a fact. And I've thought about this, and this is a mean thing to say, but they're also breaking lockdown, so it's absolutely fine. The people who are flouting it the most are genuinely the people who have the least to them, because you can tell if they had to spend more than a couple of hours with just themselves, they will realize how much of a fucking moron they are. So I think wow. so. I think people are like, I need to flout these rules, otherwise I'm gonna have to look in a mirror and go, oh no, I'm actually an awful, boring person. Oh um, my god! I, didn't, that, didn't that sound true though? It's kind of. I, I mean, thought about this the other day, and I was like, "Yeah, I think it's true." Well, potentially, it's true. I think it. I, I hope some of Gav's thought, lockdown flouting rule friends are listening. So they can. They're gone. Can you, They're gone, man. <laughs> tell us. No, to be fair, out. the one, the ones, the ones that were like that were always like, you know, not actual friends that I would. Go out for just a one-on-one beer with a hundred percent not. Right. So people that and be like friend of a friend of a friend sort of thing. Oh, yeah, I miss those people. I miss casual Do acquaintances. You? Acquaintances, yeah. Uh, I don't know because I don't know about you guys, but my life is literally just like it's just really good friends. Yeah, same. Which is like great. I'm so grateful for like my really good friends, but 
every every day I'm self reflecting. Yeah. <laughs> like, every day, like I just want to get drunk and talk about stupid shit. No. Yeah. No, I can kind of I can kind of see that, but I think I'm I I recently in the last few years hit a point where it's just like actually no I'd rather if I'm going to the pub with someone I want to go the pub with someone that I could definitely do one on one with. Um, oh yeah. oh yeah like i'm not making plans with casual acquaintances but like yeah during the course of normal life you bump into people that you vaguely know and you have a chat and like i miss those chats yeah, yeah. i can see that i can see that um i just miss going to the pub yeah. I can, whenever i watch something now and see them in a bar or a pub like even the spectator party in the next episode which looks like the worst party ever <laughs> to be fair i was like Oh, I'd, I'd really up for going to a shit party. Oh where my god, I'd go a and shit have, corporate like... party with canapes. Yes, oh, I'm in, mate. Let's go, mate. Let's do it. Uh, where are we on this? Where are we on this? Um. Uh, oh yeah, Ele- let's, this is where we started. Eleanor just taken to this kid really quickly, and just yeah. being like, "Yep, yeah, sweet. This is the this is it now." And like She's she pregnant. had one Definitely. one second of freak out, and then she was like, oh, "Actually, you know what? I'm on board." Yeah. It's cute. Um, I love it. Uh, I thought it was a bit shit that we didn't get to see Rufus and Dan reconcile. No. Because that was a, quite a big thing of the entire episode and then it was just done over Gossip Girl's end-in thing. I would have liked to see them get together. I thought that was really, really strange. But the big revelation at the end of this episode is... It's not Helena Baumkart. I keep wanting to call her that. Elizabeth Hurley in Bart's Files. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, yeah. Imagine she was, and then she sets fire to a photo, yeah, of what is probably Chuck's mum. Yeah, that's weird. Just rip it up. Um, I don't know, but yeah. So, no, it's her. It's a picture of her in Bart's yeah, files. Yeah, it's a picture of her. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe don't trust what I said earlier about her earlier career, then, because I clearly don't even know what she looks like. Um, but yeah, that was, it was like that an was, old photo, picture of her. To be it was fair. an old photo of her. Yeah. How did you so tell? Obviously, she, it was cute. She got the same fucking face. <laughs> you, your face doesn't change that much, does it? Well, maybe I, maybe I can't <clears throat> tell faces apart anymore because I haven't seen any for so long. Well, I've seen I've seen photos of both of you as kids, and you've it's literally like the face you have now on a child. <laughs> Like your face hasn't changed at all. Mine has. Um, Mine's got fatter. Also, can I can I say what Serena's boss said to her? Oh my god, yes, do oh. it. When she when she was really um disappointed. This was kind of like in the middle of the episode where yeah. um Serena let her down. So good. And she says If something doesn't fall into your lap and you don't know Oh wait, oh fuck, I fucked it up. If so- <laughs> oh, if something doesn't fall into your lap, you don't know how to work for it. Yeah. Yeah, bitch. She also, she calls, also calls Dan F. Yeah. Scott Fitz Jackass, which is amazing. <laughs> it's very good. It's very good. And then another speech that I wrote down was when the therapist was having that big go at Chuck. Yeah. Um, after he kept like hitting on her. And she was like, You never have a you never had a childhood, so you behave like a child in the worst ways. You pay for intimacy, so you always stay in control and no one can get close to you. Your superficial connections and lack of authentic emotion leave you isolated and alone, not just tonight, always. Hey. I liked I thought Chuck's 
Chuck's little face was quite good during that little scene. Yeah, I did. I yeah. did think that. He's got some good acting in these next couple of episodes, let me tell you. Um, like, he's well, he's now. like, he's almost like the most complex character. I think he might be the best actor out of them all. I know that's I not I mean, hard, it's not but... tough, is it? No, he's <laughs> up against Nate, to be fair. Um, <laughs> and then it ends with, and this is another thing as well. Louis being quite arch and oh, getting yeah, involved scheming. with therapist. Like, when has Louis been doing that kind of shit? That's weird. Well, maybe this is why him and Blair are right for each other, because actually he's a schemer. Mm, true, true, true. Odd, though, isn't it? Um, yes. <laughs> no one has anything to say about it. We're all just like, <laughs> I really, I really don't care about him. No, like, he's so boring. About Louis, I, I can't believe it's still going on, mate. I, I can't believe this is still going on and it's got this far. Like, so boring. But also, the only thing I keep thinking is, if I was watching Gossip Girl week to week at this point, I'd be so annoyed because Mm. it's gone so far away from everything that I love about Gossip Girl, which is just them hanging out and like low stakes stuff. The stakes are so high in Gossip Girl now. We got a pregnancy, a royal wedding. Mate, come on. I mean, to be fair, we've much. had, like, addiction, eating disorders, murder, kidnapping. <laughs> like, the stakes have been pretty high. Murder. Yeah, but in the background, it's just been parties and stuff and school. Do you know what I mean? It feels like it, we we didn't even finish college. They're still in college, remember? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like the stakes are really high. Um, but I'm hoping that I want to go back to nice, normal. Dan's famous now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but not for Then I guess we're on... I guess we're on the penultimate series. Yeah. Um, it's it's going to blow up at some point. I think in this episode of Gossip Girl, the Gossip Girl is Daniel Humphrey. Why? Because um, it's all about him. There's so much of it right now around Gossip Girl. It's all engineered around this bloody book. And I really think that it could be him. Um, the only thing that I was thinking maybe not is... It seems where's that information about the spectator coming from? That's what I was about to say. Right. Um but as we know, Gossip Girl's got minions and stuff like that, so could be anybody. Who knows? Could be. Um <laughs> could be Ivy, could be Charlie, you know, sending in tips to Gossip Girl. But I think, yeah, it's so Dan involved that I feel like it's gotta be Dan. Um, there we go. That was the fifth episode of season five. Now the show is cooking on gas. Keep your emails coming into gossipgirlpod at gmail.com. We love getting your emails and hearing about your amazing Gossip Girl stories. We're also on Twitter at Gossip Girl Pod. If you watch along, the next episode is the sixth episode of season five. I am number nine.